For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining us today is Betul Kachar, an astrobiologist and an assistant professor of molecular and cellular biology. Welcome, Betul. Hi. You've been working on something called synthetic biology. Explain a little bit about what synthetic biology is. Biologists have often been interested in understanding the world as we see around us. A rather new branch within biology is synthetic biology. It is not necessarily to understand life as we know, but to push the limits of biology and implement what we learned from biology in order to design and create biological organisms with novel components that did not exist before. So are you doing this with computer modeling or are you taking actual organisms and doing things to them? So in my laboratory, we combine different tools. We definitely benefit from synthetic biology, which is the making of artificial systems in the lab. But we empower synthetic biology with lessons that we learned from evolution. So we combine an exploration, a discovery-based approach, which comes from evolutionary biology, and apply it to artificial systems that we create with the lessons that we learn from evolution in return. Can you give a sort of simple example of how you create one of these? We um, are interested in organisms that existed in the past. And many of your viewers may be thinking about Jurassic Park when we think about resurrecting past biology. In some ways, we attempt to bring ancient systems, not at the scale of a Jurassic Park, but we try to bring back ancient proteins back to the present and then analyze their properties in the lab. And our main goal is to understand ancient metabolisms and how the ancient organisms that left a signature on the rock record, which we refer to as biosignatures, may have behaved like. So fundamentally, we are interested in understanding how did we end up here? You are described as an astrobiologist. Does this have anything to do with life or the search for life elsewhere? That's a very good question. We, I, I am talking about variety of different fields. I'm talking about evolutionary biology, synthetic biology, genomics, geology, and ultimately when we create, and, and of course microbiology, and we create um, this experimental, these experimental systems in the lab to ultimately apply them to questions related to origins of life in astrobiology. So of course one of the biggest questions that is interesting for astrobiologists is that are we alone? In order to understand life elsewhere in the universe, we have to understand how life started on our planet, which we know very little about. Forget about the past. We don't. We know so little about what we have around us today. And astrobiology, even though it has the heavy weight of astro in it, is after all a biological science that allows us to ask these questions that I think uh, are begging to be answered. We want to resurrect biosignatures of the past that guide our search for life elsewhere in the universe. For example, when we look for life's presence in, in the past of our planet, we look for maybe certain morphology, maybe for certain chemicals that the organisms in which that lived in this certain environment spit out. We want to create those metabolisms and maybe even these morphologies that 
uh, are associated with a potential life form. And by morphology, you mean the shape of things? The shape the of structure. things or the, or the biological processes that may have given rise okay. to these shapes. Life on Earth, though, all runs on DNA, basically. Do you expect life elsewhere in the universe to run on the same, same system? I don't think we have any reason to believe that uh, something different than DNA can survive at this oh, point. Okay. We are limited to what we can detect. And I think while as a molecular biologist, of course, I would be interested in knowing the nuts and bolts of the molecular processing system of any life form that we find. It seems like my astronomy colleagues don't worry too much about what is happening inside the cells of a potential alien organism. If they give some sort of signal in the atmosphere level, for example, we will go there, right? But of course, as a molecular biologist, I would want to know what's happening inside the cells. Well, thank you for coming in, Betul. Thank you for having me. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org slash Arizona Science.